Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Ah, oh, he said it. You find yourself in 82. So I nailed it. 1982. Damn. How old were you, Bart? Four? Two. <laughs> <laughs> I was one. Was your mom playing this while she was cleaning the house? <laughs> Hell no, she was playing Prince. That's true. Prince back then, that first, that first album, right? No, well, that was before Purple Rain. That was like, what, Controversy? Was that yeah. the album? Listen, I'm, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I'm not really a Prince fan. Well, you can't be both. No, I'm, what I'm saying is like – Prince was cool. I appreciate his. He was a musician as well as this great singer that can sing all the different tones. But his songs, you know, they were cool. Other than uh, "Can She Be the Most Beautiful Girl in the World," you know, what I mean, I, ain't, I don't really do too much. Could Prince. you be? Yeah. Could you? That was the one. That was a, that actually was the funny line. One of the funny lines in the Chris Rock special when he said like, like, like if. Uh, if Chris, if, if not, no, what's his name? If R. Kelly plays, it's like everybody becomes yeah, an yeah. activist, right? Right, right. But Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, yeah. I play. <laughs> everybody's Star ready to dance. I play Star Something. It's a party. It's a party, right? I play bump and grind. Everybody looking at me want to be an activist. <laughs> Same crime. Funny. Same crime. Selective outrage. Same That's crime. That's all it is. It was well done. But you, but all you right, get- we got your calls. Eight hundred hour nine. Three seven seven six. We'll get to those. We got the Yankee stuff. Brian Cashman on the Rodon injury and how serious it is. Knicks and the Kings tonight as the West Coast trip begins here in Sacramento. At least that's where I am. As Bart is in New York, I am in Sacramento on the road with the team. But Bart, we also have some Bart's bits to get to. Things you said on Get Up that sparked some intrigue. But before we get to all that, Bart, it's hour number three. It's Bart and Han. So what's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. And as I told Jets fans, <laughs> the hardcore Jets fans, when Aaron Rodgers officially becomes a Jet, we're going to allow Jets Twitter to chest bump Bart Scott and those who land in their feet, you get to do the power hour. See how tough you are. It's a moment we are all waiting for. In the meantime, as you know, all the reporting from the past couple of days has been about the Jets and Woody Johnson and company all getting on the team plane and heading out to California to meet face-to-face with Aaron Rodgers to figure out, does he want to be a Jet? What it takes? Make their presentation. And they came away feeling pretty good. How good? Diana Rossini has been all over the coverage of this. She has had the reporting. And she was on Get Up with Bart Scott this morning, and she talked about an optimism within the Jets organization. There is optimism in the New York Jets building today. It actually started before that trip to the West Coast to meet Aaron Rodgers in person. This was all driven by owner Woody Johnson. He wanted to get in front of the quarterback, get to know him a little bit, and talk about what it could be, what it could look like, and what they could achieve with Aaron Rodgers under center in New York with this Jets roster. So they went in there thinking they could get him, and they came home believing they are poised to get him, and they feel like they can get this done. Getting it done. Now, Bart, they they had met with Derek Carr, and there was a belief that they really liked Derek Carr a lot. Mm -hmm. But then Derek Carr said, I'm going to New Orleans. Even though Jeremy Fowler, others were saying that Carr really thought the Jets were his best option, but because he said, I'm going to go to New Orleans, it tells me, Bart, I'm just like reading tea leaves, that the Jets kind of either let him know or Carr found out on his own that Aaron Rodgers was interested in coming to the Jets. 
Like, I don't think the Jets just walk away from Derek Carr if they have no clue if Aaron Rodgers is interested. It's as if Aaron Rodgers was like, you know, oh, the Jets are close on Derek Carr? Oh, no, no, no. Guys, guys, come talk to me first. And that's where we are right now. I mean, exactly. When you think about, you know, the fact that they were right there meeting with Derek Carr twice. Yep. They liked him. They talked about it. It was a great meeting. Uh, we know now that, you know, it probably would have cost you about $37 million. But if you have an opportunity to get a better player, even if, for, if it's for a shorter time, these coaches and, and general manager are on year-to-year contracts. Like, hmm. they can't worry about the long-term stability of the Jets organization. If you have an opportunity to go out there and get Aaron Rodgers and you can add a Super Bowl or Super Bowl appearance to your resume – that goes a long way with the Jets brass and the Jets fans to be able to have an opportunity to have a long stay. We always talk about the Jets and talk about, oh, wow, you know, they never have a first-round draft pick that gets a second contract. Well, hell, how about a, a coach that gets a second contract? That means something, too. They haven't did a lot of that since Rex Ryan as well. Not, I mean, the stability factor is also a major issue. But, again, this is a team that looks poised – to take a big step, and all they were missing was the quarterback, and all they're trying to do is get the best one ever. As I said this earlier in the show, I'm going to say it again. All you ever want out of your owner, out of an owner of your team, your favorite team, in a market like this, is to be all in, is to say, I am not hesitating. I am rolling the dice. We can get this guy. Let's get him. Let's take that step. The Jets had to play last season the way they played for us to get to this point. It is about what you saw in games that told you, you said this on Get Up, right? Like that they're, the Jets are, they're ahead of schedule. They made all these draft picks and they have hit on all of them except, of course, the quarterback. Yep. And now that feeling is, boy, this team, if you just got really good quarterback play or even just competent quarterback play, Professional. they could be, they could make some noise. And now your owner is all in. It's all you can ask. All I ever ask is, let's do the very best we can. Let's get the best we can. And if that player doesn't want to be here, so be it. But we're not going to limit ourselves due to budgets or fear. Steve Cohen isn't doing it with the Mets, and Mets fans are are loving it. Woody Johnson right now is letting Jets fans know, I'm all in as well. And that's why you should be excited. 800 3776 Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Alan, you uh, you hit it right on the head with the um, with the Woody Page and Steve Cohen comparison. Um, yeah, they basically they're they're sharing a brain at this point. Um, and a couple callers back, uh, the guy that painted the picture, he painted a hell of a picture because I'm not even a Jets fan. I'm a Giants guy. But I'm um, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that they're gonna land Rogers and I'm excited like I'm almost on on the point where if they happen on kicking uh on opening day kickoff, if they both play at one o'clock, I might have to watch the Jets game. Um <laughs> just for that smoke out the tunnel, A Rod coming out, fans losing their mind. Because uh, people give a lot of credit to the Eagles fans being crazy, but Jet fans they're out their minds too. Um so, yeah, oh, and one more point. Uh, Bart, I didn't forget, yesterday, right before you guys left uh, the air, there was a caller, I think his name was Kenny, yeah. and he was talking about getting 
Bart Stradamus like out of here, like just cutting it, cutting it off, he's out of his mind. Like we live to Bart Stradamus. Bart Stradamus would be back in heavy rotation. Say, man. You, yeah. Appreciate you, man. Bart Stradamus would be back in heavy rotation. I you missed know. that yesterday. What happened? And, and did did Dan stick up for you? More importantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So you know what, what happened? Explain well, it to people me. People saying they didn't like Barstow Diamonds. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> on the way, right before we were going off the air, I wanted to get to the person. We didn't get a chance to pull him on, but he said right. he hates Barstow Diamonds. You know what I'm saying? So why would you hate Barstow Diamonds? Some people don't like life and like fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> some like people you know, don't like fun. So you need to embrace them. You know what I mean? I was gonna let him in and let him, and I was gonna do the whole thing in Barstow Diamonds' voice, but it's all good. Barstow Diamonds will be back. He would he, actually he's, have been really. He signed. He signed under contract, so he has no choice. He's just taking a bit of a sabbatical. That's all. Yeah. You know well, I mean? when we need him, we conjure him, but we don't want to do it too much because we can exhaust him. We need his powers during football season. Speaking of signed and under contract, Daniel Jones. Daddy that deal designs. gets done. Sorry. Oh, Daddy. Oh, can we? We can't call him Danny Dimes. No, we got to call him Dame D- Danny Dollar. Like Dame Dollar, we got to call him Danny Dollar. We can't Danny call him Dollar? Danny Dimes. He ain't got no dimes. Ain't no ain't no change in his pocket. If it don't fold, it don't move. <laughs> no, if it don't fold, it don't go. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it, it out. Are you sure you have that? Yeah. Like, is that I work it, out. It, yeah. Okay. Well, this is this deal. It's 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 again four years, one hundred sixty million dollars. Everybody knows about this by now. Thirty six million is the signing bonus. The average annual is forty million dollars. Um, the, the cap hit in the first year is the biggest number to look at because it's only 19 million. Now it goes to 45 next uh, in 24 in 2024, and then 39, and then you've got that potential out right before 2026 because well the cap hit in 2026 is and he'll be 29 years old is 56 million dollars. He'll never get that. They'll re, they'll restructure. Oh, of course, pretty much a two year deal, pretty much yeah. like um, Dak Prescott says, where you can you can you know extend him again. So, anyways, uh, Daniel Jones met with the media after all this stuff, and, and one of the things he did talk about was what what had a lot of people kind of shocked was the reports about how much he was asking for uh, in negotiations, the forty five million plus annually, and he addressed that. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw some of that, and you know, there was plenty of numbers thrown out, and some may have been true, some may not have been true. So it's a negotiation that's, you know, part of it. But I'm glad with with where we ended up, and, and I'm excited about it, excited for the opportunity. I think it's a great deal for both sides and allows us, you know, to, to do some things going forward and, and uh, continue to, to grow and improve. And one of the things going forward that allows them to do is obviously keep Saquon Barkley. They franchise tagged him instead, and now they're going to negotiate with Saquon Barkley on a deal. And Daniel Jones talked about that, how the deal that he made with the cap hit this year of just $19 million, how it does affect Saquon's deal. In a situation like this, you're, you know, trying to do what's what's best for you and your family while while also balancing, you know, being part of a team and understanding the goals and the vision that we have as a team and as an organization. And, and that was certainly important to me throughout the deal. And, you know, I think we found a way to do both those things and, and to, to do, do the right way for, for both sides. So, yeah, that was certainly important to me. I mean, Saquon. I've, you know, I've said he, he means a ton to me as a as a teammate, as a friend, and, and means a ton to us as a player. So, you know, certainly won't I won't talk about his business, but you know, that was a piece of it too. Man, stop! Yeah, I thought that was stop. interesting, Bart. Man, stop what do you mean, it. stop? 
Man, his new, his, his new agents was trying to get as much money as they can get. Don't give me this whole Saquon Barkley stuff. No, guys don't be doing stuff like that, man. Stop it. He's he trying to get his bag, secure his future. Saquon business is Saquon's business. If he had to pay play, pay under, uh, play underneath the, the franchise tag, so be it. He wasn't worrying about Saquon's money, just like Saquon ain't worrying about his money. Player get their money, you happy for him, right? The team, if they really want to sign you, they'll find a way to find the money. If, if the Saints can find a way – to be in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes after being $70 million over the cap. Don't tell me Danny, Daniel Jones taking 40 instead of 42 is going to affect Saquon Barkley. If you want to sign somebody, you sign them. With that being said, this gives them an opportunity to sign Saquon Barkley to a long-term deal, and they need to get Saquon Barkley signed because they want Saquon cap hit to not be a hard 10 so they can have an opportunity. It's already been reports that Joe Shane is already starting to talk to uh, – to Dexter Lawrence on trying to work on an extension, which is something that would be a great feat. They got a lot of holes they got to fill, you know, but they got the mainstay guys. But, you know, this team is pretty much the same team it was last year. We know that wasn't good enough. They got to get better play on the outside. They got to go try and and, and sure up the, the defense. They signed Jared Davis, who they signed like two games before the playoff game. Um, he's a guy that's played with the Jets. He's been unsure of himself. He was in Detroit on the practice squad. I expect the Giants, if they can continue to get guys to restructure, if they can continue to get guys to kind of um, um, give some money back and, you know, talk about Leonard Williams and guys like that, they'll have an opportunity to go get a Marcus Peters. I think that, you know, this is a team in a defensive scheme that needs a dog at linebacker, and Jared Davis ain't it. How about going out and potentially getting Bobby Wagner, a guy who, you know, is a all-pro. He's out there. He's a guy that you probably can get for a good, you know, good price. You got uh David as well. Um uh Levante David from the um from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who played in my opinion better than Devin White last year, but he's a 32-year-old linebacker. But you you need a guy like that who can be your signal caller if you want that Wink Martindale defense to to be better than what it was last year. Even though they blitz more than anybody, they still weren't able to shut guys out like that defense should and needs to be if they're going to be a championship caliber team. Yeah, and then they got the they got the draft pick obviously. It's it's in the I think it's 25 and they could target a wide receiver there. To add to the offense because they certainly have to do that. I mean, you know, you got Daniel Jones, you got Saquon Barkley in the fold. That's all good, but your st- the issues right now with your offense remain the same, which yeah. is the targets and the and the talent and the skill set. So that is something also that has to be addressed, and I'm sure they'll do it. Uh, you know, again, I mean, how much cap room are they going to have? Not much to do anything too dramatic now in free agency, oh, but in the draft, they certainly can. They can get you know, some money back. Something- Leonard Williams, you yep. see it happening. You know, teams are, are starting to create salary cap space all over the league. Um, right. All they have to do is, you know, turn some of these salaries into signing bonuses, and you can prorate it. They're going to make – they're going to get a, a lot of salary cap because they know that with the same team from last year, they're not even close. Actually, they're worse than last year because they got rid of Kenny Galladay, so they don't even have any receivers. No Sterling Shepard, no Kenny Galladay, no, no uh, Kadarius Toney. They have to go out and get oh, yeah. three or four impact players on the offensive side of the ball. But, man, they weren't great defensively either, especially at the linebacker position, at the cornerback mm-hmm. position too. 800-919-3776. Hey, Bart, just to update everybody. So the Big East tournament going on at the Garden, St. John's and Marquette. Marquette is the, the top seed in the tournament. And St. John's had a 10-point lead at the half. This was a back-and-forth battle in the second half. St. John's – uh, 
ties the score with 10 seconds to go. Marquette had a chance to win it at the buzzer on a three. They did not. They were in overtime right now. Marquette with a 63-61 lead in overtime at the Garden in the Big East tournament. So St. John's trying to pull, pull off a dramatic upset. We'll keep you updated on that. But let's get back to the calls, 800-919-3776. We go to Ralph and Edison. Ralph, what's happening? What's up, guys? Love the show. Thank you. I uh, just saw a quick one for you guys. Um, just wondering, um, if is it better to have Zach Wilson under Aaron Rodgers? Obviously, assuming that we get Aaron Rodgers. Not if, but when. Um, is it better to have Aaron, uh, Zach Wilson under Aaron Rodgers? Or is it better to maybe pick up a, a late rounder, a six round QB project uh, at this point? Or are we done with Zach Wilson going forward? Bar, what are you thinking? Not at all. They, they they still believe in Zach Wilson. That's why they they, they I believe they're bringing um, Aaron Rodgers in to be a mentor. Nathaniel Hackett also was a tremendous quarterbacks coach. You know, remember that's really was his official title when he was in Green Bay, um, and right. it was important for him to develop. They want Zach Wilson to take a step back. They asked him to do too much too early. They want him to take a step back and just learn and be in the mm-hmm. same system. Just think, Zach Wilson will be learning his, what, third system? Yeah. No, he'll be learning his second system. So they need him to step back, learn That's the right. system. He, LaFleur was at two yeah. years. Yeah. Learn, learn underneath Aaron Rodgers and Hackett and see if you can get something out of this guy. What they, the Jets, and I keep saying what the Jets don't want to happen is for him to go somewhere else and somebody realize his potential and you had him in your building. Aaron Rodgers is a short-term solution, two years max, and it gives you an opportunity to let Zach Wilson play for his career. So if I'm the if I'm the Jets, I'm telling Zach Wilson, you got two years to get yourself together. You're playing blowouts. You're playing preseason. But you need to develop. You need to mature as a young man, and you got two years, to, and you're going to have the, the, the biggest audition in your life because you're going to pretty much be out there auditioning to either be a starter in his league mm-hmm. or a backup. So you can continue and become Geno Smith, or you can look up and find yourself being Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, or, or, or Marcus Mariota, or Mitchell Trubisky. You can be one of those cautionary tales of somebody that came in the league and never got an opportunity to be a starter again. So you make the decision. But the two years of the work that you put in and the time that you put in is going to tell me what your answer is. And I mean, sorry, I'm just getting choked up there. <clears throat> I know sometimes the I relationship. Have, I have words. <laughs> you got me exactly. The relationship, I think that. And I'd love to have heard that conversation, and I'm sure it's going to be asked of Aaron Rodgers if and when he has a press conference introducing him as the quarterback of the Jets. It will be that. It's going to – we know already that Rodgers had an affinity for Zach Wilson. He had it when they had their, their combined practice. Yep. He also talked about him during the season. He talked about him on McAfee's show. He talked about how he texted him and telling him – that you know, where are you right now? It's a Friday night, and the kids in the, you know still in the facilities. Like, get out of there! You got to take you know take the pressure off. You got to relax. Like he was mentoring him all this time, so now they'll be together. And so while Rogers' reputation is well, he never wanted to help Jordan Love and all that other stuff. That might be a much different situation than what he walks into with the Jets. He might have that understanding that this kid's not like a threat to me, and I could leave a legacy by just helping him out. And if he likes the kid enough and wants to help him, that's just like – so you're getting a guy that can play high-level quarterback for you right now when you're ready to win, 
And he might actually also help solve your quarterback problem after him. When everybody's saying you're only going to have him for two years, then what? Well, you hope after those year or two years that Zach Wilson, whether it's osmosis or whether it's just paying freaking attention, is a better quarterback two years from now than he is today just because he spent that much time with one of the great minds at that position in the history of the sport. So it's a positive on many levels when you think about it. So why would you say, oh, let's move on from Zach Wilson and get somebody else in here? No. What you want is to have Zach Wilson be better for this relationship as well. All right, 800-919-3776. So we have your calls, stacked, racked, ready to go. We'll continue with them. But something else about this Jets quarterback search that has come up, and we've had calls on this and we'll continue to, is regarding Lamar Jackson. On Get Up Today, Bart Scott talked about the Lamar Jackson part of this whole story in the quarterback carousel in the NFL offseason. And a very curious thing that is going on right now, not just with the Jets, but around the league. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Some flopping going on, man. I don't know if I'm watching basketball. If I'm 72, watching... 70 Marquette is leading St. John's. It's 3.6 to go. Did we get back into action yet? I'm way behind. No, no, no. no it's a timeout. They're writing on the board. Okay. They're putting up their best play. Oh, so it's going to be a, going through gonna all be a the pin down. Now. It's going to be it's going to be a pin down. Come across nothing but but glass. That's what the, that's what he drew up. I, I was all looking. Right. All right. In the meantime, while we're waiting for the final here, ESPN, Disney Channel, and the NHL are teaming up to bring fans the NHL Big City Greens Classic, the first ever live animated NHL game telecast. Featuring the Washington Capitals and the New York Rangers, March 14th, 7 p.m., the alt-cast of Big City Greens can be seen on Disney+, ESPN+, the Disney Channel, and Disney XD, with the regular cast of the game, of course, on ESPN. It's all happening on Tuesday, March 14th at 7 p.m. 
All right, are we back to action yet, fellas? I mean, nah, I'm, like man, I said, it's the I'm longest time out ever, man. It's a super going? long time out. They, they, right? they, they showing flashbacks, all kind of stuff, man. Get to the day. I got stuff to do, man. How many Carnesecca shots have they shown so far? Well, they, How many they, times they, have we seen they, Coach Carnesecca? Yeah, they're showing the, they're showing the comeback when they beat Georgetown. Of course, mm-hmm. your boy Georgetown yeah. by two in the last second shot. Mm-hmm. Thought so. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, all right, because I know you guys will, will let me know what happens there. I'm I'm literally in a studio here in Sacramento. There's no televisions. There's monitors, but there's no TVs. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a glass case of emotion. So you'll have to let me know how things go. Uh, in the meantime, Bart was on uh, Get Up Get this up. morning. And we always do a thing we like to call Bart's Bits, where we play some things that he said, and we give him a chance to either double down or back off of it. So let's do a little Bart's Bits right now. So. Yeah, it's a wrap. Let's talk about – it's a wrap. <laughs> St. John's lost. Okay. The game is over. It the is Semi-block three. Yeah. All right. All right. But Lamar Jackson is a part of the whole quarterback equation right now as we're all waiting on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. So some people have been calling us saying, why aren't the Jets in on Lamar Jackson? He was signed to the non-exclusive franchise tag, which means the Jets could negotiate with him, get him to a deal, and if the Ravens don't want to match it, they just have to give up two first-round picks, and they've got him. So – Bart here's, is here talking about the teams, the many teams that we've seen reports that are saying they are not in on Lamar Jackson. So he wants $230 million. You can give him a 10-year contract and give him $230 million guaranteed and still have the salary cap relief that you need. And don't give me the two, the two first-round draft picks. Jamal Adams went for two first-round draft picks. Jalen Ramsey went for two first-round draft picks. Lermy Tunsil went for two first-round draft picks. Khalil Mack went for two first-round draft picks. He's an MVP, and he's 26 years old in the most important position in sports. And you're telling me that these teams aren't willing to give up two first-round draft picks and $230 million? It's not about the draft picks, Bart. It's about the $230 million guaranteed dollars that clearly no one wants to give him. The question everybody wants to know is why, and then, of course, there's the collusion thing that's been suggested, which is all these teams are letting it be known we're not giving them that money. Yeah, because they don't want it. They don't want Joe Burrow. They don't want Justin Herbert. They don't want Jalen Hurts all to say, hey, Lamar got it, so I should get it. Even the team that gave out the guaranteed contract is trying to get salary cap relief by asking Deshaun Watson how can they you know, get some salary cap relief by maybe adding some years to it. So if you do that, then it's not a fully guaranteed contract, right? It was just a fully guaranteed contract for one year, and then it's a mute point. But the, the fact that you know it seems like these teams are colluding and working with each other is against the collective bargaining agreement and, and, and negotiating in, in um, good faith. And listen, Lamar Jackson can get the last laugh. He just has to be patient because at the end of the day, if he feels like the Ravens have pent him into a corner, all he has to say is, you know what, guess what? I'll play on the franchise tag. That's going to be a hard $32 million. We talk about Daniel Jones just signing for 160 Guess what mm-hmm. his salary cap hit is? $18, 19000000 million. Nineteen. But right. if you get, if you sign a franchise tag, then the Ravens gonna have to sit on that thirty-two million, and they ain't gonna be able to do a lot of stuff with it. So then handle that. And then if you want to do that again for me next year, guess what? It's gonna be more than thirty-two million dollars. It's gonna be thirty-seven. Lamar Jackson has already made twenty-three million dollars. If he if he gets thirty-two this year and then thirty-seven the next year, that's ninety million dollars basically in three years. And then somebody has to give him ninety million dollars at at signing. Plus Burrow's gonna be signed. Plus. Uh, 
uh, Hurts is going to be signed. Dak's going to have a new extension. So if he waits two more years, he'll get $90 million for his troubles in two years, and then he'll get the half quarter of a billion dollars because guess what Lamar Jackson is going to be worth at 28 years old in an open market? A lot more than what he's worth today if he continues to play like he, we know he can. That's the Kirk Cousins strategy, right, Bart? Yep. That's all that was. That's the Kirk Cousins strategy. But for him, I, look, they're changing. I don't the know offense, if it's collusion. So I'm going to say this. I don't think this is collusion, and here's why. It's not collusion because everybody kind of knows what he's looking for. Everybody knows it. But we don't. We so, don't know. We don't know if it's a if it's two thirty though, Allen. He hasn't said that out of his mouth. Now, what what, what we do then know? Why didn't the Ravens, what's been you reported? Tell me the Ravens aren't going to sign him. No, they keep they keep feeding Stephen A. You know, Lamar's camp keeps Steve, uh, keeps um, feeding Stephen A. That it's a, they only offered them one hundred and thirty. If that's right. the case, that's disrespectful. How the hell are you going to give me less than Kyler Murray? Yeah, that's, that's, the, a, that's, that, a, that's, that's a weird that, number. Right. That's the disrespect. $133 million is what they keep feeding Stephen right. A. his camp. Now, let me ask you this question. Why aren't the Jets, if they're all in, right? Woody Johnson's all in. Why are the Jets on Aaron Rodgers instead of Lamar Jackson? Because you don't know if Lamar Jackson and what that's going to take time. So you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to get a two-time MVP that can help you win right now. You don't know the medicals on Lamar Jackson. He finished his season on injured reserve because mm-hmm. he, he, of his knee. So you, you, you potentially are going into a territory that you don't have enough information and you're going to miss out on the opportunity to get a quarterback that chose you, that wanted to play for you, and the opportunity to continue to save Zach Wilson, who can be your 15-year um, option if he gains weight. You know, just think, he got two years to gain weight, put on weight, mature, and become a man. That's a lot of time in football terms to be able to stack on another 20 of pure muscle and be able to learn how to play the game at a high level. That's can I why. also Can I add to that? Yeah. Man. Well, I asked you this early in the show, so you should know the answer now. Mm-hmm. How many games has Aaron Rodgers missed in the last five years? Um, that would be uh, one <clears throat> because uh, I was immunized. Yes, because he had Because COVID. I was hurt. One game in five years. And in the last two seasons, obviously, or last uh, – Last four yeah, days. So, anyways. MVP. How many in the last two seasons has Lamar Jackson missed? Um, nine, I believe. Ten. Okay. I think he could have played if he, if he wanted to, but he wasn't going to put himself at risk because they didn't give him his money. Right. But still, he missed games. That's true. And that is and that's obviously got to be part of the equation here as well. Anybody that describes Aaron Rodgers as a broken down quarterback is not paying attention. There's nothing broken about him except for the finger that he played through. So, you know, that's the I don't like that comparison. I agree with you on what you said about Lamar and all those situations is that there are teams out there and the Miami Dolphins should be one of them by the way if they're that concerned about Tua. Yeah. This is the guy they should be looking at. This He's is the play Miami. they should be making. They would have the complete – he would be the in leg. He would be the Hussein Boat of the Jamaican track Hill? team. And Jalen oh, yeah. Waddle. Remember, Jalen Waddle's yeah. a 4-3-2. Yeah. They yeah, would have absolutely. a 4-by-1 team. And if they bring Muster back, that's they probably – I would put money on them that they'll finish third if you put them on a 4-by-1 team in any Olympics. <laughs> so there's teams that should be in on Lamar Jackson, but right now not. And, you know, I just think it has to do with no one wants to give him a fully guaranteed – 200, whatever it is. They don't want to do it. And so they're just, they're, they're waiting this one out, and he might have to go the Kirk Cousins route. And that might cause some animosity because we saw what happened after Kirk Cousins went through two cycles of franchise tags. He yep. left. 
And that's for the Ravens. You don't want to afford that. All right, that's Bart's Bits. But on this whole uh, conversation, we have Eric in Jersey, who, as I said, Bart, there's a, a, a contingency of fans, a contingent of fans who believe that the Jets should be in on Lamar Jackson. Eric, are you one of them? Yes, sir, I'm here. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, b- before I, I say anything, I, I need some followers on TikTok, man. My uh, my tag name is Jet Guru Official, so please give me a follow. Yeah, I'm sure nobody will follow you after that, man. They <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Go ahead, Eric. Oh, Eric, Eric, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Go just ahead. messing around. But I, I, I really pray that one day you, you do get signed by, by Woody. I pray that uh, somebody in his team signs you. We need you to do the negotiations. We yeah, need I you to negotiate with Lamar. <laughs> I w- Listen, we don't know if Lamar is available. And this is the thing. Like, the Ravens did this because they know some- nobody's going to give up two first-round draft picks. Or if they do, all they got to do is say, okay, we'll match it. Match it, right. And you, you wasted all that time to-, 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 to try and offer somebody something that the, the team that's the-, um, the home team gets an opportunity to-, to just match it. So you've done all that well, work we- for nothing. Well, but we're talking about Woody Johnson, Johnson & Johnson, he he did say at the end of the year he promised Jet Nation that he would take out his checkbook and it, I believe in him to to get the deal done with Lamar. You this, can, this guy has he he I'm sorry he's he's league wide everybody loves him. If we if we went to the Jet locker room and we got a consensus, I'm pretty sure the entire Jet team would choose Lamar over. You, uh, you, 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 have you not seen social media? I know you're on TikTok, Eric, but have you not seen social media? You, you all the it. players are uh, – Quinn and Williams said I, uh, all the golf courses are available to you all season long, Aaron. I can tell you the good ones. Sauce Gardner won't stop tweeting about it. I mean, all the players are trying to get Aaron Rodgers to come to the Jets. Well, they spent a lot of time with him because they had the joint practice as well. That's true. Let's switch it up. Let's go, let's go talk about the boys in blue. Let's go to Luke in Cali. What's up, Luke? What's up, boys? Great show. Um, about the Giants. So, Bart has said it before. I think next year their record-wise may not be as good as it was this year, but with the pieces in place with Shane, Dable, bring them back, Saquon, DJ, they're in the right direction. Um, I don't know the schedule offhand, but 8-8 eight and eight would be great. Uh, division's tough, but, you know, like I said, I think they're going in the right direction. And then yeah. one question for Bart and even you, Alan, because – I know you're in the locker rooms. I don't know if you saw this thing with Chelsea Simon uh, about LeBron and his, you know, trifecta of PDs. How close do these guys get to the edge before what they're taking is, uh, you know, illegal? All right, thanks, boys. I mean, Sudafed is Sudafed is illegal. I mean, mm-hmm. you're always pushing, you're always pushing the envelope about what you can take because normal people, if they if their testosterone levels are low, they can go in and get a shot from their doctor. Like, it's not like if you get a shot of testosterone or you get some HGH, all of a sudden you're a superhuman. Like, you still have to go out and do the work. And, you know, you're always looking like first it was creatine, right? Then it was andro, right? Androstein, right? But, man, these are stuff that you get from GNC. You think GNC got giving guys the Da Vinci Code to have an eight-pack? Nah, man, it's just, it's just, it's just a tool. You know, then it was the deer antler, right? It was the velvet deer antler that wasn't illegal. I mean – People don't realize, as an athlete, I had to report when I need, when, if I had a cold and I need to take Sudafed because they look at that as a performance enhancer. Like, man, come on, right. man. I can't breathe. So I got to sit up there and call you and hope you pick up so I can say I can't breathe. So if something in my system, like a veteran, that you can say, okay, it came from Sudafed and it's okay, he can take Sudafed. He, was, he only took it because he was really sick, not because he was trying to work out. Like, come on, man. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's something I think we've learned over the now, years. Now, I do know guys it? that have cheated the system the other way. Well, that's been well documented, certainly as well, right? But but again, it's it's like you will you will try anything if it, you know it'll make you a better player because when you're a better player, right, you get paid more, and, they, and that goes down even to what you eat. Like you you think oh, Tom yeah. wants to eat avocado ice cream? No, you think no. he don't want no McDonald's French fries? Think he don't want no chili cheese sandwiches? Who doesn't? Who doesn't want some Ben's Deli, like, like turkey, Swiss, that pickle? You remember I like that? The, I, like the I, like the, I like the potato salad. I like the potato salad. I was surprised that Ben's didn't put raisins and walnuts in it. I would have spit that stuff out. I would have disrespected. I would have had to hit them with they a Ric Flair. Cho- I'd have had to hit them with a Ric Flair chop if they had put some raisins and walnuts oh, in my damn potato salad. You, you know they know better. You know they know better. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. I'm sure the guys will be talking about a story involving the Yankees and yet another pitcher who is starting the season on the IL. That's Carlos Rodon. He's got a forearm strain. He had a really bad um, debut with the Yankees in spring training. They tested him out. And he's got a bit of an issue there in the forearm. Here's Brian Cashman, the GM, about his level of concern. Yeah, you don't. You ever want to downplay anything? But but the doctors do describe as mild. But because he's not a reliever, because he's a starter, because he's got to be shut down for seven to ten days to let it resolve and get him going again. You know, it costs you time. But. He's worth the wait. You know, all we want, obviously, is the real deal when he's capable of providing it and not forcing something because we know how good he is when he's right. Let's hope they just get him right. It's an injury that he did deal with last year in May. It didn't cost him any time, but the fact that it has reoccurred this early uh, in spring training or this early in the season, that's your level of concern. Get it right and let's not have any more issues because he's so damn important. And they've already got, again, you've already got Montas, who could be out for the whole year. Tommy Canely, who's got the bicep tendonitis. Lou Trevino, he's hurt. Scott Efros, he, he hasn't even, he's not even going to play this year. He's got Tommy John. So pitching issues and injuries are something that always, as a, as a Yankees fan especially, it just gets you kind of nervous. Hey, let's say Greg and Greenberg real quick. Greg, what's happening? Fellas, what's going on? How you doing, good. man? I'm good, man. I just called real quick, tell y'all. So um, I started driving. Give me two minutes. I started driving FedEx in September, right? So I'm listening to music, blah, 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 and I'm scrolling. I'm tired of hearing the same songs over and over again. And literally the first show I hear, and the first thing I hear is, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
So now the thing is, right, I'm, I'm like, I'm on ESPN. I'm like, I know what I'm listening to, but why am I hearing this? Like, what is happening? So I'm literally cracking up. I know people, I'm driving the truck, and I'm cracking up. I'm in tears. And ever since then, man, I've been hooked to you guys' show, man. You guys are like, y'all are it, man. I, I always tell my people, I say, yo, if I could go to high school with Barton Hahn, that would have been crazy. I know, I know y'all are off the hook, bro. Yeah, we would get you Atomic Wedgie. We love Greg. See? <laughs> Barstradamus. Barstradamus stays. I'm calling Barstradamus. Not going anywhere. I'm Barstradamus. The people love him. See y'all tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.